Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast. I'm Deanna Murphy, and I am thrilled to be joined by my co-host, Steve Coffey. Today, we're diving into some of the standout episodes from 2023, showcasing insights and strategies from industry leaders. Thanks for joining me today, Steve. I know you're as excited as I am to get started. I am, Dana, and I am doing great. I'm excited to be here. And it is fascinating how our podcast has become a hub for discussing trends in the building material space and manufacturing in general, especially in these challenging times. And in 2023, with the economic shifts, with the industry changes that have happened, it's about resilience and innovation, isn't it? Absolutely, Steve. And in this special episode, as we close out one year and move into another, I'm personally appreciative for the opportunity to go back and re-review some of the episodes that were very impactful to me during what turned out to be a very complex year. Absolutely, Deanna. And you and I have the unique privilege of being able to talk to a lot of people around the industry. And I know that this podcast has been a real source of inspiration for many, and especially our team. I know that we all listen to the podcast and absorb the information and the insights that we gain from each episode and all the professionals that we're able to talk with across the industry, um, which are many. I just think what an exciting thing to be a part of. So I say we jump right in. Let's talk about the top episodes of 2024. Deanna, why don't you kick us off? One of my favorite episodes of 2023 was episode 206, where we explored effective strategies for manufacturers to capture an architect's attention. We know that architects are the great white whale of the building materials marketing space. Everybody wants them. Everyone wants to know how to get them. And in this episode, Varden Mehta, who is an architect himself, shared incredible insights. He emphasized the need for manufacturers to tailor their messaging to address specific project challenges and encourage them to offer real value to architects right from the start. I feel like one big challenge we see even with the manufacturers in our ecosystem right now is that when we read their copy or like we try to grab stuff from their site to set them up on ASLAP's platform, we see that a lot of times it's written in a way that is not immediately helpful to an architect. So by that, I mean, as an architect, if I'm reading a few lines about your products, how you're differentiated in the market at the top. I need to understand what are the project challenges that you will be able to help me overcome with your products and your team of experts. And I feel like a lot of times we've had to rewrite a few of the things in terms of the copy from manufacturers to be more focused towards helping an architect from scratch, as opposed to when they first speak to an architect. I love this episode as well. I loved what Varden had to say. And I think also one thing that I've noticed just in talking to manufacturers is that architects are more frequently engaging with manufacturers online. And as a result of that increase in a post-COVID world, architects are wanting better user experiences. They're wanting better design. They want better copy. They want to experience the product and the product page as their end users will. Right. And that perception of the brand that the architect has can be crafted and is malleable. And the manufacturer has incentive to do the best job that they can 
to make that user experience very effective and win the hearts of architects. Absolutely. And when I think about how manufacturers are marketing to architects, one thing that I think is very interesting is in 2023, in-person events are back. All of us went to IBS 2023. It was one of the biggest years on record. Everyone wants to be in person again, but yet we're still carrying with us the expectation that was built during COVID that everything will be available to me digitally. So now we're in this very interesting spot of, I still want in person, like lunch and learns are a thing, but when I go to your website, I better find what I need or else I'm bouncing to someone else who will give it to me. 100%. The unique thing is that old school sales tactics are no less effective, but they become more effective with a really comprehensive digital presence. So at Vinvio, we believe that a very effective digital presence should accompany how you sell well. We're not throwing out our sales tactics and our way of connecting with architects. Those stand true, but it can be that much better with an effective digital presence. And that's why we put the emphasis there. Episode 202 made it really high on my list for 2023. In this episode, we tackled the buzz around ChatGPT. It's really fascinating to me how AI is already really deeply integrated into our lives, even in the building materials space, which historically runs 10 to 15 years behind other industries. ChatGPT in particular offers a new level of convenience and accessibility, and it is transforming how we handle technology from procurement all the way through to production. We oftentimes don't realize how much AI impacts our everyday lives. And we use search engines all the time. We use tools that have semantic search all the time and can understand us. But I don't think we fully grasp how much AI already makes decisions for us, how integrated it is. Even in the building materials industry, just getting a product from point A to point B, the technology that's used, all the aspects of technology that's from the individual purchasing to all the way to getting the technology to build it to getting it to the end result. So I feel like chat GPT it has made it accessible in a unique way that offers me convenience. I think it's interesting, Deanna, this episode was a lot of fun to talk about. AI has been around for a very long time. It's recently being utilized by people like us, right? Where we can interface with chat GPT, with BARD, and we can use it to create information. That's a fascinating thing. So the buzz around it has enabled greater conversation and how we can leverage it as sales teams, right? And marketing teams. It's always been around. We've been leveraging it for a long time. I think within the building space specifically, that's where it can be utilized to be very effective. I think sales teams can be using chat GPT to help them in their jobs. They should not be using chat GPT to do their jobs. And I think that's one very effective way of utilizing AI. There's been so much literature around AI that I think it really comes down to knowing what does a company need? How do they need to be utilizing it to create efficiencies and become better as teams? Deanna, one of my favorite episodes of 2023 was the winners and losers of IBS and KBiz. I love trade shows and I say that all the time. I love walking around on the trade show floor, looking at new and exciting products and meeting with sales reps and teams of manufacturers who are showcasing their brand and who they are. And to me, that's just very, very exciting. So this next clip is of Zach and Beth and myself discussing the biggest hits and misses at the event. And it's intriguing how some brands stood out 
by creating intuitive and engaging experiences within their booths, like GAF, for an example, and their sustainable roofing display. Really good listen. So let's go to that episode. There's two things that stand out to me at the show is that the brands that I think won were the brands that you could walk into the booth and have an aha moment without talking to a person. Oh, yeah. Like GAF, I think, did a really good job at this. Like if you walked in GAF's booth, they had this really neat display of how they're recycling and reusing a lot of the materials to create a more sustainable roofing industry. And hearing them talk about that was really neat. But you could walk in the booth and go, oh, like, oh yeah, like I see what they're doing. And they're also showcasing some of their you know, solar panel roofing material, which is really neat. But you didn't have to explain to me the point of the booth. It's kind of like an advertisement. If I have to sit over your shoulder and explain the advertisement to you that's on a piece of paper or in a magazine, it doesn't work. And I think that sometimes manufacturers miss that, that if I have to explain what it is, you're going to lose people. After hearing that clip and knowing that IBS is coming up soon, one takeaway that I took from that is when you go to IBS, walk the floor, take a notebook, write notes in your phone about hits and misses that you see on the floor. I'm not saying that we all have to go online or on social media and razz each other or you know talk about our list but it will absolutely help you start to recognize what messaging is resonating with you and therefore what messaging could resonate with your audience. So just being able to look at the booths there, the messaging there with fresh eyes can help you develop takeaways for your own brand. Deanna, I'm curious, what are you thinking about IBS 2024? You think it's going to be bigger? You think it's going to be about the same? What do you think? That's a great question that I haven't thought about. I'm going to say it'll be about the same. I don't know that we're going to beat 2023, but I still think the momentum is there going into 2024. I think we're all still craving in person. Another episode that I really liked, Deanna, was episode 204. And we delved into the rising trend of prefab construction. That's a conversation piece all across the industry. And we talked with Scott about the challenges and successes in prefab, highlighting the crucial role of software like MyTech in enhancing the efficiency and customer engagement. So let's listen to a clip from that episode. Scott, if I'm a manufacturer or a lumber dealer considering investing more or getting behind prefabrication in some way, what advice would you have for me? The software that we use is the biggest catalyst for what we're able to provide as an output. We use MyTech in almost every aspect of our business, obviously one of the most pronounced and, and used softwares in the world, but we use it for its intended purposes. We use it all the way through. We use it for management. We use it for structure. We use it for production. We build our business based on the resources that are available to us in my tech in a lot of ways, but we ask our customers to engage in that. So we ask our customers to provide us with AutoCAD files that we're able to create 3D modeling out of. We ask our customers to convert their process to adapt to ours, to allow us to give them the best output. Prefab is not for the faint of heart if you're not prepared to put in the legwork in pre-construction. If you're not going to do the legwork on the pre-construction side, you will fail. The other piece of that is we dedicate one specific employee that is basically out there demand planning. And what I, I don't mean from a supply chain side, I mean from a field side. They travel the greater metropolis of where we service and they go around and they analyze site readiness. Because the last thing that we could do, especially in the last couple of years, is dedicate a bunch of resources to something that wasn't real. 
Deanna, this episode was actually really interesting to me because the prefab conversation is very big, but my parents actually lived in a prefab home and the quality of it was great. And I'm all for prefab if it can meet the needs of the generations that are going to be buying homes next. And I think quality is going to be a big issue. And I think a lot of the topics that I hear around prefab is not just in getting it to the lot and making it, but it's also what's the experience that the end users have with the home. And my experience thus far has been actually pretty good. So I'm really interested to see where the industry goes as it relates to prefab. And lastly, episode 201 really brought to light for me the importance of building strong relationships with contractors and other industry players. In this episode, our guest was Heather Bowman, and she really drove home the value of that human connection. And I know we've talked a lot about in-person is back and people are tired of being behind their computers and only connecting through Zoom. But what we're finding is that these relationships can be enhanced by the digital as long as it's not all that's there. So when you do have that face-to-face and then you have the digital to back it up, you can create really lasting partnerships. So let's take a listen. But I think at the end of the day, it also goes back to it's something that we talk a lot about at our company, which is just valuing people. And if you value the contractor, then you create things for the contractor. You create things that they need because you value their time and you value your relationship with them. And so you'd spend the time to talk with them. I think going back to what you said earlier, you know, the contractors are starting to see that too. They're starting to see that, and everybody in the channel, we can find value if we work together. And I hope that doesn't sound too mushy, but I think there's a lot of truth there. It does at the end of the day, come back to that human connection, which I think can be made even more incredible when you integrate digital platforms, when you integrate all of those things together, it just makes life more fun and also challenging, but all those things have to work together really well. Deanna, I think one of the most effective ways that manufacturers can do this, even to what Heather is saying, is when marketing and sales teams work together. They work as smarketers, if I can use that term. I love that term, but they think together. And when a marketing team is constructing a digital experience, the sales team is involved because they know what the contractor needs, what the contractor wants. And the contractors want the most frictionless experience they can have. And when a marketing team and a sales team work together to accomplish that, it can make the contractor feel like the brand is close to them. And the closer that you get to your customers, the more likely you are to win. So I think that's a really important component and Heather is touching on it in this episode. Absolutely love this episode. So Steve, as we wrap up today's very special episode, reflecting on all of these incredible insights from the past year, it reminds me of just how dynamic and innovative the building materials industry is. It's been an absolute pleasure dissecting these episodes with you. Steve, tell me, what is your main takeaway from today's discussion? Good question, Deanna. So the biggest thing is it's always a learning experience. I'm struck by the resilience and the adaptability of this industry, especially in the face of changing times and even in the midst of economic complexity. And each guest brought unique perspectives that I think underscore the importance of staying ahead of the curve. And to our listeners, 
your engagement and feedback fuel our passion for bringing these conversations to you. That's my takeaway is, is just continually learning and trying our hardest to stay ahead of the curve and that engagement that we have with our podcast guests and then with you as our listeners is what fuels our passion for that. And I'm really excited to be a part of that, Deanna. Well said, Steve. And I'll echo that a big thank you to all of our audience, all of our guests throughout 2023. We're already gearing up for our next episode where we dive into the new trends, the new technologies, the new strategies that are shaping our industry. Expect more expert interviews and diving into these emerging topics and perhaps a few surprises along the way. We'll be looking forward to those surprises along the way, Deanna. As we sign off, thank you everyone for tuning in. We cannot wait to bring you more exciting content. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels, which we update with podcast information. Stay safe, stay inspired, and goodbye for now.